the Miami Hurricanes are going to the college football playoff. They're going to beat the team that we play first. And we're going to beat the second team. And then they will crown us national champions. And that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any much more else to say. But Miami's going to win the national championship this year. Um, Against who? Who are they playing? Well. They're going to play Wisconsin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wisconsin's not going to make it. Uh, I think Wisconsin's going to lose to You're whoever they play in the Big Ten championship. Which Hell looks no. like. Ohio State at this point, um, and it might not it, even be Ohio State. It might be Penn State for all. It we could know. be Penn State. Yeah, it could be. But it's going to be one of them. They're going to play. Remember, one they of those both two. have two losses. Um, and who's undefeated? Wisconsin. <laughs> but but they played FAU this year. So like I'm saying, I think they're gonna <laughs> and they they beat FAU. Hell yeah! yeah. Well, <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm asking like if they're not undefeated. Anyways. Yeah, they're actually, they're one of the only teams left. It's like Wisconsin, Bama, and uh, Central Florida. That's it. <laughs> UM is undefeated, boy. Don't disrespect us. Episode 14 of the All Things Sports Podcast, presented by yours truly, Julian Gorris. And my boy Danny Reich. How's it going, everybody? Um, you know, speaking of all this college football mess, it was funny. All the signs at College Game Day get like an A plus from Miami last week. Bro, yeah. I saw the one. I saw the one with Miami and Notre Dame. It was like Miami live on Sundays, Notre Dame church on Sundays. That's <laughs> the most funny as fuck. <laughs> Shout they out had, to whoever made that sign. They had like uh, like a big poster of Jesus and he was throwing up the U. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. They had it's funny, okay, so the seventh floor the seventh floor crew, I believe it is, um, they were a, a group on the O one Hurricanes when we were winning mm-hmm. the national championship or whatnot. And they basically had this rap song where they like spoke about women explicitly and they weren't, you know, hashtag respecting women 2017. And I guess the song got out to the public, so everybody looked at them as like, oh, my God, you know what I'm saying? Like, how disgusting. Oh, my God. Know. So These there was a thugs. song. Yeah. So, yo, Greg Olson was a part of that group. And he had a, he had a, he had a verse in the freestyle. But, oh, um, he's fine then. He's off the hook. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul Feinbaum, you know, he blasted Miami in saying that it's impossible for us to beat Notre Dame last week. So I saw a college game day sign that said, Paul Feinbaum's wife loves the seventh floor crew. I was like, <laughs> damn. Paul Feinbaum's a duck. You can't mess with the U. But he knows that, you know. And he knows that he was wrong. He accepted it. He was rocking a turnover chain on um, Monday morning. I think, yeah, no, Sunday morning. <laughs> I was listening yeah. to his to his uh, podcast. He does a podcast with, um, forget this guy's name, this college football reporter. So... Monday morning or Sunday morning, they had uh, some apologies to UM. Yeah, yeah, they fucking owed they owed Miami one. We knew they were gonna go out there and put that work in, but nobody wanted to believe. Nope. That it was gonna look like this. You know, if nope. Miami if Miami won this game, it was gonna be a close game. It was gonna be a tough tough <laughs> battle. 
you know. Um, you know, Notre Dame is such a bigger, stronger team, but they forget that speed kills. You learn oh, yeah. that. You learn that early. If you're not gonna especially, be, if you're not gonna be strong, especially down here. Yep. If you're not gonna be strong, you better be fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's South Florida. That's and like Kirk Herb, she was saying, all these guys, all these guys want to play for the U now, and representatives from South Florida that are playing football, you know, they see that the popularity in the program is coming back and. They want to represent South Florida for what it is, you know. This is where they get, like, all these South Floridian players are NFL pros. Nobody breeds them like we do, and that's uh, facts. I don't Texas, care where Texas the fuck swears. From. Texas swears. Texas swears they're right. No, nah, hell no. Nah. They could, uh, they're right here, but we're like. You know, how, you know how many kids from South Florida are fucking D1 right now or in the pros? Yeah. God, it's got to be over 100. Yeah easy right now like in this yeah. moment like active players it's got to be over 100 probably more it's crazy probably 120 130 <laughs> like nobody breeds them like we do i don't know yeah. what it is it's all the cuban food <laughs> it's just man i love for football you grow up you know i mean who doesn't love football down here you know what i mean exactly. everybody here loves football and it's crazy because it's not a thing of like you know everybody a lot of a lot of people are Dolphins fans down here, um, but it's not like we have a great like we're not like Pittsburgh where it's like you know Sundays we got to go tailgate at the game <laughs> like right it's just it's like whatever we could catch the game on, on highlights for right. the Dolphins but I mean to be fair to, that's because we live football. in South Florida and they live in Pittsburgh <laughs> we have more, there's more to do down here than just going to the Dolphins game on Sunday yeah for real. we've got more to do it's like this it's the same thing with the heat games you see everybody coming in late granted the traffic's horrendous but yeah. everybody's out to dinner on South Beach everybody's doing their own thing plus Boy. if you sit lower bowl at the heat game you're just you're showing your arm candy Plus You're there the Dolphins, to show how much money you got. Exactly. Dolphins play at uh, 1 o'clock Sundays. That's a big church hour. Very popular yeah. time. True. So, true. You know. They're finally getting that, that game that was supposed to be week one, but then Irma came through. So, yeah. Oh, that they're, is this week coming up? Yeah. They're playing Tampa this weekend. That's well, that's they, uh, the week one matchup. They, they were might. supposed to have their bye this week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then they had they, they had to use it for week one, which mm-hmm. I mean it's no excuses because technically they wouldn't have even had a bye week yet, you know what I mean? And they started yeah. a week late, so they had a chance to be extra fresh. So they actually had a plus, not a minus, but yeah. they can't click. Um, it just kind of stinks because you have to go sixteen weeks straight. It's not like you get like that two week little window in between uh, in the middle of the year or whenever, but right. Bef- Not like bef- it would have helped them anywhere. They're kind of a lost cause at this point. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely not going to win the division and the wild card. I mean, I don't know what Buff. You know what? I wanted to get into a little more, co- uh, more college football because I, you know, we're gonna hit this NFL hard. I wanted to um, true, true point out it, it was so crazy on Saturday, and I was just watching. That's really what I did all day. I just watched football, which is usually what I do every weekend. True. Saturday and Sunday. And that's what that's what the weekends are for. Especially now that it's you know week week eleven, week ten, week twelve. This is you know crunch time. So Georgia, mm-hmm. the number one team, uh, played the number ten team Auburn, and Got their they, ass <laughs> yeah, they were expecting a good game, but Auburn came out and put up four hundred eighty eight yards on them to their two thirty. Um, they were. 
throwing the ball easily. They rushed for 237 yards all over through the defense. Um, they had the ball for, you know, 33 minutes and they had no turnovers. So they, Georgia's problem, they couldn't get first downs like that. They only had 13 first downs. Um, I know and that Auburn completely stuffed the run the entire day. Yeah, I remember that because I was watching the game at work. Forty-six rushing yards, and you see Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle. They had like yeah, exactly like forty <laughs> yards combined, which That's is unheard insane. of. That's unheard of for those guys. And Jake Fromm only had um, one hundred eighty-four yards with a touchdown. So that's know. crazy. Auburn did their. Auburn's, I mean, they've got a very underrated defense. Auburn started yeah. running back. Yeah, they definitely do. They're definitely one of the toughest um, teams in the SEC. And they have a chance to play in the national uh, – national, the SEC championship, sorry. True. They're so, sitting at six right now, right? Yeah. Like and right Wisconsin. If Wisconsin. There's still a shot. They could it, probably sneak in. I mean – It's really open between that top six. <clears throat> Alabama doesn't look like they're going to lose. But they have a chance to play them in the uh, SEC championship. So if they beat them in the SEC championship, if, if Wisconsin goes down, and that's really, I think, all they would need to get in. You know what I mean? If they went out and win the SEC and Alabama loses, which they would have to lose to win the SEC, mm-hmm. you know, then. But I was going to say, um, Auburn starting running back had 167 rushing yards and 66 receiving yards with a touchdown. So, I mean, they just really had their way. And Georgia looked deflated, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Auburn has a pretty easy schedule right now. They just, well, they have another game left. They play Louisiana Monroe, so. Well. <laughs> no, <Nah>, right. <laughs> exactly. And then they have to play Alabama. Um, to close out the year, so they get so. a little warm up, a little warm up game before they go up against the big dogs. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but then that sounds like the school from uh, the Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, Alabama number two, ten and zero, played uh, Mississippi State at six. That, that was surprisingly a good game, and that game it went, came, that shit went down to the wire. Yeah, literally to the last. Two attempts in the end zone, one which they had a pass interference, and if it was like the NFL, they would have had the ball at the one-yard line with the last play chance to score. But unfortunately, Mm -hmm. in college, pass interference, if it's past 15 yards, you just get 15 yards. So they gave him 15 yards, another crack at a Hail Mary, which ended up hurting them because the quarterback threw the ball out the back of the end zone. (laughs) So the extra 15 yards he needed for, like, security. Um, But... Alabama did put up 444 yards, um, 200 on the ground, 240 through the air, had no turnovers. You know, it was a tight game, though. You know, Mississippi State had, you know, they were pushing the ball. They were uh, holding the possession. They did put up 330 yards, which, I mean, it's not great, but against Alabama, mind you, Alabama's down two of their best linebackers who are expected to play, I believe, this Saturday. So mm-hmm. that's going to be big, you know, going towards the playoff, which is scary because, you know, Alabama's undefeated right now and they're only getting stronger. Uh, but we knew this. Everybody knows this coming into every college football season that Alabama is the team to beat. You're going to yeah. see them at the end of the season. So 
<clears throat> it's really if you can hold your own throughout the season to prove yourself, and then if you can prove yourself again as true champion. You know what I mean? That's that's what this NCAA college football playoff comes down to every year. Um, right. It was a great game, though. Like I said, Mississippi State had the ball with a minute. I believe it was like a minute and a half left and two timeouts, if I'm not mistaken. They ran the ball on first down, I think. And then they threw the ball incomplete. I think they got another, like, incompletion or something like that. It was horrible, you know, play calling at the end of the game. A chance to have the last possession of the game. Only needing a field goal to win, you know. So, deflating loss there. And they were at home. So mm-hmm. What can you say? Moving on to the number three team. This makes me smile. Your Notre mm-hmm. Dame. Your mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Uh, fighting usually on Saturday, Irish, but they didn't fight much. They didn't fight. They didn't fight Jack. Right. So they come to Miami, and there's all this hype because Miami's making a name for themselves again. There's a turnover chain floating around. Four turnovers a game in the last four games. Nobody has done that since Syracuse in 2011, I think it was. Um, Random. Yeah. Facts. Just, just little facts. So yeah. you, you, you come to Miami and, and, you know, it's hot. The city's hot right now. Everybody's hype, sold-out crowd in Hard Rock. And what happens? Malik Rozier goes for 130 yards. Travis Homer goes for 140 yards. Um, the defense gets four turnovers again. Mm-hmm. A, pick, a pick six. Uh, a pick in the red zone. Setting up the ball, you know what I mean? Jaquan Johnson playing like this best safety in the nation again. Um, that defensive line getting to the quarterback. Shout out to uh, shout out to that boy Garvin. Shout out to that boy McIntosh. Shaq Quarterman had a good game. So you just got to give it to these guys. I mean, they came in and DJ Dallas. He came in. Rushing the ball. He only had 53 yards, but he had two touchdowns. He made a big uh, first down that, you know, he broke a broke a little tackle, slipped out, got some free space. It's like a 25-yard gain. We had their quarterback, who has been playing really good, got benched. <laughs> they made him look pedestrian. You know? He got benched. He got super benched. And then what happens when they throw the... The quarterback in that they benched him for. They threw a pick six. So they put the other quarterback back in. So, you know, we just really came out and 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 brought it to their chest. Uh, Josh Adams is, you know, one of the better running backs in the nation. Runs for over 100 yards a game. He came in. His longest run of the night was 12 yards. Had 40 yards. 2.5 rushes. Uh, he was averaging two yards a carry. Two and a half yards a carry. So, garbage it's the defense man it starts there so this is why when i tell you miami wins the national championship this year you know it's a little confident well it's really confident it's a little you know okay you know it could be overboard that's what you that's what you know the others may think but Mm -hmm. being a miami fan i'm obviously gonna if you're giving us if you're giving us a chance we're gonna take it and i believe in this Mm -hmm. team and you know i'm finally having true feelings of success for the program again you know there was there's been years that i've been watching on saturdays and we're losing to 
trash ass colleges. You know what I mean? Ja'Cory Harris is playing horrible at times. Like last year with Brad Kai, we lost four games and mind you, we didn't lose a game after the fourth one. We won out and Mark Rick hasn't lost since, you know, he, yeah. we figured it out. We got physical on defense fast. He was like, he was like the Messiah for this team, yeah. bringing Mark Richton into Miami. The there's, way that he turned the program around, it like shout out to shout out to Mark Rick, man. Just just hear this. This defense, it's like what Miami did, you know, bringing all these stars into the NFL and the first round picks and all this. They have them here again, you know. Um mm-hmm. listen to this defense. Jaquan Johnson, RJ McIntosh, Joe Jackson, Zach McLeod, Shaquille Quarterman, D Delaney, Michael Pickney, uh uh, Sheldrick Redwine, Malik Young, Michael Jackson, you know, these are, <laughs> these are very great defensive players and they're all like our, our defensive backs. We have like five or six defensive backs that we're subbing in and out all game because one, we have the skill for it. And two it's matchups. You know what I mean? And then on our front line, we have three of the better linebackers in the nation and our mm-hmm. front, our front four, our pass rushers are superb as well, and their backups are superb. So their backups come in fresh legs, and they're giving this offensive line trouble. You know, these offensive lines trouble and getting See, pressure to that quarterback. I, I know Green Bay needs to go all defense in in next year's draft. I say, and I'm about to email Ted Thompson. I say, just take a Miami player in, in every round. Just, just go all Miami on the defense. I don't. I don't even know if we've got one dude on the team who's even from Miami ever since uh, we cut Sam Shields. Like, they need to start looking at the boys down south. They need to yeah. start taking more guys in the SEC, ACC. Yep. I mean, we took um, a dude from Auburn last year in the third round. That's how I know Auburn's defense is legit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man. I mean, like, the one guy I can think of off the top of my head that we took from the SEC would be – Haha, and he's a pro bowler. Like, right, right. I, I need I need my team's front office. I know your team has no problem drafting Miami guys. But <laughs> yeah, my team start taking a look at them because we need we need some of those southern boys on the pack, especially on the defensive side. So I have no problem with, with Ted Thompson drafting seven Miami guys all on defense. I don't the <laughs> offense doesn't need any work. Right. But so with um this top four to round it out, well, it wasn't at the time, but it was the five and the six team playing uh, Oklahoma versus TCU, and we spoke about this game last week. And mm-hmm. I told you, we spoke about how you know, uh, what's this guy's name <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I Baker Mayfield. I think he's gonna win the Heisman. We were speaking of that, and then I said, you know, he's putting up all these points on all these schools, and I just know that TCU has one of the better defenses. That's mm-hmm. not to discredit Baker Mayfield's studness, but I was just making that point. Proved me wrong. He went in, threw for 333 yards, three touchdowns, um, but their running back uh, had a great day, 150 yards, two touchdowns, so it opened up. You know, they just exploited them and showed that they're they're the team to – they're one they're the of the real team, deal. They're they're one of the teams to beat this year in the college football playoff because they're gonna go ahead and win out. Um, they beat 
they have a good resume. Well, mm-hmm. they have a they have an all right resume. So they have a a win on the road to Ohio State, a route they routed them, and then they lose to who was at a good time Iowa State, and that was you know on a last possession type deal. But then the next week after that loss, they beat Texas in a struggling close game. They lost. They won by five points. So you know, and then a, a K State team, they 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 beat them by a touchdown only. So. You know, and then they go into this shootout where their defense just shows all types of suspectness mm-hmm. versus Oklahoma State. And they, they win because of their quarterback. But do they win that because of, you know, if, if Baker Mayfield has a bad game, they can't afford that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they got Kentucky and West Virginia to round out the season. They should kill Kentucky, and then they should beat West Virginia as well. But I know that. He's just got to stay sharp. He's got to stay sharp. Yeah, and West Virginia's. Quarterback Will Greer is he'll put up he'll put up forty points on you if you if you mm-hmm. if you blink you know what I mean so he was the last good quarterback Florida had yeah definitely my thing is my thing is when you like you have the top four it's Alabama Clemson Miami Oklahoma the reason they're putting Clemson over Miami was because uh, is it, it like the history from the past two yeah. years? Well, no. Does that does that have anything to do with it? Actually, you know, it might. It, it might. I don't want to sit there and quote them. Which is stupid, I, but I kind of understand. But at the same time, that's really dumb. Because I don't think. I mean, obviously, that's going to be the ACC championship right there. So we'll right. see who's really and the better. It team. really doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's the, the big picture. It really doesn't matter because. Come December second, we'll meet in Charlotte, and the better team wins. Now, if if we all went out, if every, if if the top four wins out, and you say Wisconsin loses, and Auburn loses, this is just saying, you know, um, Miami and Clemson. If it's a close game, stay. You know what I mean? Do you move mm-hmm. Miami to four? It's tough. Now, if Wisconsin wins, Miami versus Clemson, and 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 if Alabama wins, uh, Clemson beats Miami, Miami loses, and Oklahoma wins, you got to put Wisconsin in there pending they mm-hmm. win out as well. You know what I mean? They have to win their championship and win out the regular season. But it's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts. Let's just... Right, we're we're gonna by. see we're gonna see how it plays out these next. I still two, three I weeks. still want to see Miami. I have the most confidence in them. But I want to see how they play versus a Virginia team at noon. They're going to be on ESPN. We're getting all this attention now. You know what I mean? We've been on right. ESPN a few times this year. We played Duke on ESPN. We played North Carolina on ESPN. And we played Florida State on ESPN. But though, uh, now with this attention, like the Florida State attention was a rivalry. The Duke game wasn't really attention. It was just like, all right, Miami. There was a Friday night. And then the... The other game I mentioned, the oh, you said uh, North, Carolina. North Carolina, that was like a 3.30 game. I mean, we were getting a little hype because we were undefeated, but it was mm-hmm. still like, eh, whatever. We didn't even play Virginia Tech. at the. Oh, yeah, and then we played Virginia Tech the week after. So we've been playing on ESPN, you know what I mean? And right. But now it's like a star status game. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're supposed to go out there and kill this team. Like, oh, number three ranked, like number four ranked Oklahoma at Kansas. Like, okay, who cares? They're, they're going to kill them. You know what I mean? 
You but that shit's that. still going to be prime time. <laughs> I feel like, exactly. It's it's a 12 o'clock game, and I want to see how the players play and come out. We got to come out with that confidence, with the swagger, with the... And we have every week. It's not to say we haven't, but with the national press now on us, we're in the college football playoff as the season's winding down. We have a chance to just... If we win out, we know we're going to have a chance to play for the championship. Like, that's what I want to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. So, there's that. I mean... We're going to have much more to talk about next week and the weeks to yeah. come as the season finishes up and the upsets pile you got, in. You got me a little worried. I'm hoping Wisconsin beats Michigan. <laughs> I, I mean, because I love those Big Ten matchups. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I, I want to see, like, I want to see Bama, Miami, Oklahoma, Wisconsin. I want that to be the top four. So, yo. In any order. I don't really care. Just in <laughs> any order, I want to see new teams try and go up against Bama. Yeah. That's Oklahoma had a chance last year. College football fan messed it up. I man, I want to see Miami play for that college football playoff so bad. I've been like waiting for that for so long. Like, I remember going to like elementary school with my lunchbox, UM lunchbox. You know what I mean? And it was just like the good days. And not to say that, not to say that been in this position. But we've just been, we've just been, you know, in in negative light. You know coach firings bad coach hirings holding on out out golden just a bunch of you know bs that it, it feels good you know what i mean regardless yeah. of what how this season ends this is the, the fans deserve this so but yeah, i think i mean there's I, no I reason why hopes. a school like university of miami shouldn't be a college football powerhouse every season there's no reason why they can't be like in alabama who's competing so, for a, a national title every was, year there's absolutely no reason a, why it was also a recruitment problem with Al Golden here. So when we got Mark Rick, you see we got all these four- and five-star recruits. And, you know, we've got backups that are starter-worthy, you know. Next year is going to be fun. Like, it's it's just going to get better. It's just going to get better mm-hmm. from now. And, and with all this attention with the turnover chain, all these DBs are going to want to just come to Miami and ball out. You know what I mean? They want a chance to wear that shit. <laughs> exactly. We can get them from, from here. We can get them from the north. We can get them from Cali. Hell yeah! Anywhere, it's so. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun these these next years watching mm-hmm. Miami. It really is. Even Florida. if this year's not the year, you know they're gonna be right back in this position next year trying to win it too. Yep. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know what would be cool? What? If Miami and Wisconsin play, and the winner goes to the national title game. Yo, that would I'd be probably crazy. I'd probably have to stop being your friend for a little while. Nah, we would definitely have to go somewhere <laughs> to watch that. Like that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, you'd, a, you'd have to come drive down here, watch that shit. Watch it in a boxing ring. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm throwing a punch first round. <laughs> but um, Warriors, as everybody just saw, we took that L. Took that. Look at that wear, L. I need to wear that L chain. Yeah, I gotta wear that L, like Spider Man said. <laughs> you gotta wear that L. <laughs> Thought oh, I was at the G pass. Puerto Rican flat guy. Hope was yelling hoax smash, but he never smacked me. Nah, I'm gonna play that clip later in the pod. It's, yeah, I gotta, that's gonna be my weekly sound, my week, my this week soundbite. Oh my but, god! Uh, yeah, Kyrie Irving looking good 
Al Horford looking good. Jason Jaylen Tatum. Brown, Jason Tatum Jaylen, looking good. Jalen Brown looking good. Uh, Jason Tatum had like two points into the fourth quarter or something like that because the boy Kevin Durant was on him. The boy's going for defensive player of the year. <clears throat> yeah, he's I'm second in the league in blocks right now. Balling. He's averaging over two blocks a game. You know, it's impressive. I'm not going to lie. That, you know, they were going into the game. They won 13 in a row. And you go on to hold Golden State, who's won seven in a row, to 88 points. They usually have 88 points in the middle of the third quarter. Jeez. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That's and But they have the best defense in the league, man. It sure fucking seems like it. And they're so, missing Hayward. And Kyrie didn't even really do that much tonight. How many, how many points did he have? 14 points? And I feel like every time I was watching the game in the fourth quarter, he wasn't even in the game. Every time I just saw Marcus Martin, Jason Tatum, and fucking Jalen Brown, Al Horford, I saw all these other guys. Yep. That's crazy that they can win when when Kyrie has an off night. They can, like, pick it up for him, you know? That crowd was – it was going crazy. Yeah, they Steve had to 88 points. That's <laughs> – <laughs> that's impressive bro because miami held the warriors to what 94 or something like that yeah so we thought <laughs> we set a example i guess mm-hmm. not 14 in a row jalen brown at 22 like hayward going down helped them in a way getting the young guys developed and actually like just throwing them in what'd you say i'm sorry Oh, I said Hayward going down actually kind of benefiting them in a way. Yeah, they're getting that that fresh taste because mm-hmm. also what's what I mean if you want to look at it in a in a positive way, it's like he went down. You know the Celtics aren't going to win the finals this year. I mean, based on the way they're playing right now, you know if you put the Warriors versus the Celtics, I still think the Warriors win. Is it a good series? Maybe, maybe the way they're playing right now, maybe. But I still think the Warriors take that. No less yeah. than six. I mean, no more than well, yeah, no less than six. And um, but it's like they're they're learning how to 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 play without that Gordon Hayward type player. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like they they lost him, you know, mid through the season. And it's like, all right, what do we do now? Like they right. literally lost him five minutes into the season. They get to grow this year without him having him, you know, there mentally and there talking, but. You, you get to play and, and, and find yourself as a rookie. You know, it's not like you have to right. find yourself in your second year or uncomfortably just come out of nowhere, all this and that. I like it. I think that next year Hayward comes back healthy. And, I mean. I don't think it's going to fuck anything up either. I think it's only going to help them yeah, having just, Hayward back. They're showing that they're the team in the East for years to come, you know. Right. You can't, you can't hate it. Because that's the difference between them and Cleveland, honestly youth and yeah youth <laughs> it's just age that's the that's the difference boston's boston's average age is probably 10 years younger than cleveland's everybody on cleveland's old as hell <laughs> i thought they still had freaking dante jones <laughs> he's old as fuck i think he retired or he might still be yeah yeah no he retired somewhere. he retired i no, i was saying that because i saw him on first take this morning so I was like, wait, mm-hmm. I guess they didn't re-sign him. I mean, I don't see why they would. They was trying to go yeah, for the oldest, oldest. Yeah, I don't really see why either. But, What's going on with the Heat? 
Why are we six and eight? Why why are we six and eight right now? Or five and eight? I don't even know if we're six and eight or five and eight. No, I think we're six and eight. I think that loss I mean that win to Phoenix was six. But we don't fact check, like we said, we're fans. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that we're six and eight right now. We are six and eight. Oh and why? That that loss to one that loss to Detroit on Sunday was tough because we had the lead you know, basically the whole game. And we had like that upper hand, you know what I mean? They were playing like off of us and mm-hmm. getting their shots when they could. And then literally like, like a couple minutes into the fourth quarter, they just took off, took the lead. And, and we had to just try to play comeback the fourth quarter and versus that team this year, you're not going to be able to do that. They have a good, defense. no, you're not. They have high energy. They have good shooting guards. Um, Ish Smith played good. Luke Kennard was playing good. So, I mean, there's some days that, you know, you got to hold it down. But when you got guys like Ish Smith and Luke Kennard contributing to, like, late, you know what I mean? To just That's a pile, problem. pile on top of you. Yeah, That's a problem. I, like, I was watching the game last night against Washington. Yeah, it pissed me off. And I, like, I, like, rage quit and, like, slammed my fucking laptop shut trying to watch that shit. <laughs> I, it, like, it, it's, like, frustrating me watching this team right now. You know, we we lost we lost Rodney. Now we lost Okaro too. <laughs> Excuse me. Yep. Um, we we don't even know how long we lost him for either. No, they didn't give us a timetable. And this team, if if the games were three quarters long, we'd be undefeated. Definitely. This team, <laughs> this team falls yes. apart in the fourth. Yep. And I also I got an, an interesting stat for you because I noticed. Um, a pretty big disparage in uh, foul calls that Miami gets. Okay. And Miami is the second best driving team in the league. Miami drives into the paint 50, about, it says 55.1 times a game. But they only get, or right now, they're only shooting 18.7 free throws a game, which is 28th. And last night against Washington, uh, Goran Dragic and Dion Waiters, they drove. Uh, combined 31 times into the paint and only shot two free throws. But then you see John Wall and Bradley Beal drove 32 times and shot 22 free throws between the two of them. And I was trying to figure out, is is it because we like we just drive and kick the ball out? Or do we just literally get zero respect from well, these referees it's, and it's they a, don't call shit? It's, it's funny because the player I was going to mention – Dion Waiters does. I was gonna say, like, maybe is it because he yells and one every time he goes up <laughs> that they don't want to call it. But no, he kicks and drives maybe the most on yeah. the team right now. But he's but good they're at both it. they're both so aggressive. Even even when they don't drive and kick, they're they're so aggressive getting to the rim. No, yeah, and, and even like when he does go up, even when he does go up, and you know he's and one. It's like. You can he's hear that. Getting, he's getting hit. Yeah, no, he's getting hit, though. And I saw, like, two layups last night where he got hit and they didn't call anything. Dragic goes up, gets takes contact. They give uh, Dragic his respect most of the times, but Winslow, they don't really give Winslow a lot of respect. Whiteside's getting slapped all game, every game. He goes to the free throw line more than anybody on yeah, this team. Yeah, but, but he should be going even more. And mm-hmm. he, he gets agree. Petty, petty hit, slapped, bumped, held, and it's just like he's so strong. You don't even notice it. You know what I mean? I saw one call last night 
I think it was in the fourth quarter and the, the game was still close. And you see like you see Whiteside and Gortat. I think um, somebody hit Gortat in the post and you see Gortat as he's uh, motioning towards the ball mm. shoves Whiteside out of the way. Wow. And, and they, they call, call and they, they call a foul on Whiteside. So Gortat goes to the free throw line. Like shit, like that. And then, but at the, you see the like you see Dragic and Waiters, they always they're like the two guys on the team who they like mope and shit when they don't get a call, always. and they stop playing defense. Always, D Wade did that in Miami. Yeah. he he was he was guilty of that. He would always if he didn't get a call, he didn't He's like walking back up court, walk back and Literally. fucking mope and drop his and shoulders. And, shit. Side, and I see Dragic and Dion doing that too. I don't like it. Whiteside mopes, but he doesn't like. Like, it doesn't affect his defense because he, he prides himself on, like, if he gets beat or something, you know, that bothers him. So, right. he'll, yeah, you he'll, always he's see always, side, like, he's running complaining. full speed. He's back always down the complaining, court. but he's always playing defense. And he's, he's, well, he should be complaining because he's always getting fucking hit. He should yeah. be complaining. But now, I thought that, like, the, the, the difference in free throw attempts for those two guys, because yeah, I know I mean, Dragic drives. Way more than John Wall and Bradley Beal combined. Everybody knows that Dragic is one of the best point guards in the post. Yeah. And one of the more aggressive point guards in the league, too. Not taking anything away from John Wall, because we know what a terror he of is course. when he drives the lane. But I mean, and it's funny. It's Miami crazy. has a chance to go to 7-8 and eight in Washington tomorrow. So. Yeah, we play them back-to-back. So hopefully you figure some shit out. I mean, hopefully got they got a, different refs. We got Washington... And we got Indiana, and we got Boston. So, and then Minnesota. So we're on a, we're on a little road trip right now. Well, no, we're gonna be uh, back home for the Indiana and Boston game, and then we go back. Oh. Then then we go on a four game road trip to Minnesota, Chicago, Cleveland, and New York. Mm. So, I mean, got some good look, games coming up. Yeah, exactly. So right now is is a stretch where Washington we lost to them. We had a, we had the game. Did you see where Tyler Johnson went for the dunk and that goaltending no call? Um, he he was driving to the I, rim. I, we I were, remember I remember TJ. He he went up for a dunk on like a fast break and the ball like flew off the back of the that's rim. What I'm was that the about. one you're talking about? Yeah, okay, yeah, but John Wall that, that was a block. Like he had the ball in the cylinder and John Wall hit the ball off the rim. You know what I mean? Like off oh, the back of the even, rim. I didn't even notice that. I probably have to watch a replay. Yeah, That's goaltending, obviously. Yeah, no, it was like obvious. So Tyler Johnson's like skipping back up court, like complaining, and you could tell he was mad. So like another possession goes by, and like by the next possession, he got a technical foul. Because we were, we were down five, Mm-hmm. And with that dunk, we would have been down three, play defense. It was still like a minute and a half left. You know, it's, that's a whole new game. We were down five. Yeah. We, he, he, it could have been a foul call. You know what I mean? That, like, that right. would have been iffy, but it, it went from maybe an and one to nothing, nothing and a block. Ball. Yeah. And then they get the ball and they, I think they hit a three on that possession. So that's when Tyler started chipping at the ref and got a tech. So then it was like, we just, whatever, the game's over. So we have a chance to play. On the road in their house, take what they took from us. Um, mm. You know, this has got to be a prideful statement game. You can't lose back to back to the same team at home no, and on can't. the road. No. Um, as long as, and then you know, Indiana, we got to take that as as you know easy. We've money. beaten them before. We got to do it again. We got to take it as easy. We money. beat them oh, without Whiteside too. Oladipo and 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 Sabonis are playing really good basketball right now, but. They are. I haven't really been hearing Miles Turner's name, so 
I don't know what's I know, going on. I know on, he man. was out. He was out with a concussion the first like two weeks. He missed a couple okay. games. Okay. But he should be back by now. I think. Um, and we play. Sorry. Um, we're gonna play Boston on the Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and we have Thanksgiving that's just, off. You know, the final score of that game is gonna be like sixty-eight to sixty-three. <laughs> <laughs> that's like just gonna be all defense. College basketball game. game. Mm-hmm. That's gonna give me all defense. Speaking of college basketball, you know our president went and helped UCLA <laughs> guard LiAngelo Ball and his homies. I feel like he only did that shit just to tell them to say thank you to him. That was the only reason why he did it, just yeah. so he could get he could get a public uh, thank you, because that's all that motherfucker cares about. And then, but like, um, what are you doing? Trying to steal sunglasses from a Louis Vuitton store in China. Bro, your dad has a Ferrari. Your dad bought you a Ferrari. What are you doing, Leangelo? I, I, I don't know. Like, you could, like, I tried to say, like, you know, it's just a dumb mistake. But, like, at that, at that, like, level of your life and, I guess, early career, if you will, you, you have to, you have to be on, you know, laser focus Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball like attitude, you know. All right. You're trying to be you gotta funny guy. You're take notes be... from your big brother, right First there. First of all, you're not even look at the way he conducts himself. Brother. You know, you should take exactly how he conducts himself and the fact that you're not the better brother. <laughs> so it's not mm-hmm. like this will let you off the hook easier or something. So to make a decision like that, like what what prompts you to think like I need these sunglasses from this store in China? Who robs China? China may rob you. <laughs> like, how are you gonna? I, what go? I don't understand what goes to your head. Especially because you come from a wealthy family too. That's what I'm saying. Like, you obviously, live in the obviously hills. Is, right? Come like, on, bro. You live in GTA and you're stealing. Like, you go to the uh, hood. And you have you no business something. doing that. No business doing that. Not even with the white boys he was with either. The fuck you just <laughs> call daddy up. <laughs> He'll buy you those sunglasses. They're like Ryan Lochte. That's like an <laughs> Olympic situation right there. Like they're they they, 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 kid. They put a taser. Years old. They put a taser to our back and told us to steal the sunglasses. My God. Like, bro. They were over. really about to get. They were really about to serve ten years in a Chinese prison. <laughs> For real. And the crazy thing is, is that you know any other kid off rip. Like if it was me or you, and we were just you know journalists, journalism students, or marketing oh, grads, yeah, you're out the program, bro. Goodbye. Go to USC. You know what I mean. But the only reason he's at UCLA is because his family name, anyway. Exactly. I'm not gonna sit here and act like he's good enough to play at UCLA. Like he's he's not Lonzo. He's not Lonzo. His his little brother probably could play at UCLA. And I mean, this isn't even. It's like, you know, you could be like, oh, you're hating on Leangelo, but it's like, listen. First of all, this is like type donkey of the day. You did it to yourself. You're making us talk about you in a negative light because you could have waited another week and balled out your home opener in China. Not your home opener. Your season opener in China, but. Mm-hmm. You're letting your team down by getting suspended, possibly for the half of the year or the entire year this year. He wanted to be a one and done, possibly. 
that might not happen. You know what I mean? That's, That's not going to happen at this point. You know what I mean? So he messed that up. Two. He should be in jail right now. The fact that they that they got off, they're so lucky. Honestly. Technically, I mean, I mean, I do. I, do I don't know what the laws are in China. I know here you're probably not going to jail for that. Exactly. I don't know what what it's like over there. No, you're definitely probably like going to jail over there because that's like over five hundred dollars. But what I'm saying is, you don't wish jail on nobody, and especially for making a mistake that you know it, it was stupid and. Whatever, you know, we're going to forget about it in three years. So if if you can forget about it easily like that, why the are you going to make them? No, they won't. But well, maybe they will. You the never team, know professional sports. The team, it's not that they won't. They're not going to forget about it because it'll be brought up. But you can beat up can women you, and all that can shit. You, you can steal it? sunglasses and still play. Yeah. <laughs> as, as sad as, as it is, that's just the truth. So... Whatever. We're going to get some more LiAngelo Ball when he comes back and actually plays and has a stat line. Because at this point... You remember how... Um, we can't even talk about Lonzo. He's benched. <laughs> actually, I have, a, I have another funny stat for you uh, on Lonzo, but hold that thought. I actually just saw this. Um, Woj tweeted this shit uh, about an hour ago. He said that Adam Silver was in, New, uh, in Washington, D.C. today to meet with the commissioner of college basketball about uh, reshaping the one-and-done deal. I know I mentioned it a couple episodes back that wow. Silver wanted to take a look into it, and I guess today they actually had like uh, a meeting. one of their one of their first meetings about it. That's pretty cool. But um, this shit about Lonzo, because obviously we all saw uh, Joel Embiid's monster game in L.A. Um, how about this stat for you? Um, so far this year, Lonzo Ball has scored 52 points at the Staples Center. Joel Embiid has scored 78 at the Staples mm-hmm. Center this year. How's that's, that's a nice funny. stat right there. That's yeah, a nice that's stat. That's, um, that's Joel Embiid is a genius, bro. The fucking process. You the fucking it. process. <laughs> 46, 15, seven, and seven blocks. First since Julius Irvin back in the 80s. That's what? that's how you know it's serious. So that's insane. Those are those are big boy numbers. That's what we were waiting for for three years as he was attempting to make it into the league. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So I have a video clip that I wanted to show you. Uh, Not a video clip. I wanted to play this audio clip real quick. Um, This commentator at the Notre Dame game lost his mind as. The one of the players got a technical foul, so here it is. If it even wants to, you know. (laughs) If not, you know, we'll just get to it later. And it looks like I'm going to have technical difficulties, so we'll just get to it later. But uh, back to this NBA. Bro, Antonio Brown right now has 10 catches, 144 yards, and three touchdowns. Back to the NFL. No, just God damn. They're up 40 to 17 on Tennessee right now. Damn, that's fucking crazy. They just took it. They were winning 23-17 and they they're they're running away with it. Their defense is is holding it down for them. Yeah. Because Mariota is a good quarterback. 
They have a good offensive line. They have a good running game. And they have zero points here in the fourth quarter. You know why? It's because you're playing the Steelers on primetime. At home. It's, I mean, it's hard. On the road. Yeah, it's hard to beat the Steelers on primetime. Definitely. Especially in, in the cold with that crowd. For sure. Exactly. Especially you can't go up against Big Ben on uh, on primetime. You know how Big Ben plays. He's got to show out. Mm-hmm. He's got 300 yards, four touchdowns right now. Uh, did you see that fucking um, at the um, the Hawks Kings game in Atlanta? You saw 21 Savage with his horrible halftime performance. No way. No <laughs> he way. performed. He, he was performing bank account at halftime. No way. And it was, oh my god! Like if you watch that shit, you would think it was a joke. I'm going to watch it. You got to watch that shit right now. All right, I found the clip. Here we go. And Gibbs continues his night. 23 on the night. A new career high. And Farrell to the rack. And a two-hit jam. No, no. That's not a technical foul. I'm sorry. If he lets go of the rim, he's going to die. You have to let him come <laughs> down safely. That's a terrible call. It's a terrible call. If he lets go of the rim, what's he going to do? He's going to fall on his back. I'm sorry I'm so fired up, but my goodness. Watch the replay here. Great pick. <laughs> my he's goodness. going all the way down the court. He's four foot nothing getting up on the basketball hoop. He's got he's to do it. He, I, sorry, he pulls himself up a little bit, but cool. He's earned it. He's got a beard. He's a, a little guy. He's flying around. you got to give him the benefit of the doubt there. He's got to fall on his back. You got. <laughs> I was trying to hold that laugh there. He said, no. what is he going to do? He's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> That was really funny, yeah. Yeah, that 21 Savage shit, that wasn't even uh, the worst performance on that court this year. <laughs> Who was it? The Hawks, bitch. <laughs> no, but I, I thought you were going to say a specific one. But yeah, for real. They're pretty embarrassing. Yeah. I mean... I think that might have been 22 Savage. I don't think that was 21. That was his twin... He was, his, like, he was like off key. He was off beat. Really? He was high yeah. off the lean. Like the, the song was like... One, two, three, four, five. And it was like one, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> like he just he couldn't keep up with his own fucking song. That shit was bad. He was like barred out probably. I wanna watch that. That's gonna be entertaining. Yeah. You're it's like it's like cringeworthy. <laughs> like, like awkward, like yeah. you wouldn't want to be a part of that fan base right now. Let me see let me see if how it'll sound on the mic. Hold on. That sounds like me when I'm trying to freestyle. Yo, so, how bad was that? I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a new car for the bit. Just played the song and like had him stand up and wave or some shit. Like, do the ad libs. Oh my god, that's nah, bad. That was, that was pathetic. He's got to do better than that. I wonder how much they paid him for him to do that. Oh my god, I, I would have got my money back. <laughs> we should we should take the audio from that clip and make it the um. 
the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yo, we need our own radio station, bro. Hell yeah. I got I got all these hits. I take pride in, in my music. My Apple yeah. music is fucking it's full of jams. Ninety-nine jams. Jams. <laughs> Bars. That shit was bad though. Twenty-one. That shit was bad. <laughs> He's like dancing <laughs> off beat. Oh, I buy a new coffee. Buy a new coffee. <laughs> oh my! This shit had an echo. He was he was the echo to the song. Like you know when when you playing with your audio and you're trying to do like different uh, filters on it and it's like stadium. <laughs> it's like mad echoey. Oh my god, that shit was bad. Yo, let's get into this NFL. And uh, okay, what was it? Week ten last week? Yeah, we're on week eleven. Another another Jared Goff successful week. Hell yeah, I started him in fantasy this week. Really? Yeah. Did you hear it. his audibles? Yeah. Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. Obama. 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 <laughs> Yo, he hey, that, said that's that Sean McVay shit right there. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Boo. Right. Nah, but what did he? What was the other one? He said Tupac, Obama. Damn, those are the only two I remember. <laughs> those are the most fire audibles. But uh, Thursday night, Seahawks did beat the Cardinals, and you know Richard Sherman went down for the season. You know, you remember this whole shit with um, Martellus Bennett uh, trying to talk bad about the the, the Packers um, team yeah. doctor, and everybody was defending the doctor and everything. Funny enough, you know how Richard Sherman, um, he had that Achilles injury. Yeah. He actually traveled to Green Bay and got his surgery done by the Green Bay Packers team doctor. Really? Yeah. So I thought, what happened to your boy Marty B? And he's not he's not making he's not making bloody moves. I don't know, man. That that whole situation is fucking crazy. And at, like at first, I was kind of staying neutral about it. Until I saw Jordy Nelson hop on Twitter and defend the doctor. And I was like, all right, if Jordy's coming out from his fucking <laughs> family farm to tweet about you and show support for this doctor, <laughs> that's how you know you fucked up. Because sure. Jordy Nelson does not have time for that shit. He's out there on his farm minding his damn business. And if he if he comes out, that's how you know shit's real. And... I don't know. The whole shit with Martellus is just weird. Martellus Bennett is a Bennett brother. He's a drama queen. Michael Bennett is a drama queen. Like we know. Like this. what happened? Rogers goes down. Then you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm so, done. Yeah. I'm I hurt. I'm I hurt. Suck. I want to leave. I want to go back and play with Brady. Like, come on, bro. Exactly. But, That's just I pathetic. Mean, you guys still. And then he your- and then he goes and plays and catches. Three passes for 38 yards. <laughs> and he but says he, he, need, he needs season-ending sur- – uh, he has a torn rotator cuff and he needs season-ending surgery. That's insane. Oh, the Patriots picked me up? All right, put me in, <laughs> put me in, Bill. <laughs> Bill, I'm good, I'm good. Bet. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Get the fuck out of here, Marty. I surgery. hope the Packers shoot him to get, to get that money back that he yeah, got for, for his signing bonus because that's fucked up. Yeah, he but, I mean, we still got Lance Kendrick. 
who's a Wisconsin native, and then Richard Rodgers, of course. You guys beat plus, the Bears. Yeah. Plus, Aaron's coming back week 15 That's against crazy. Carolina. So, you know, if – actually, I, I'm going to save this for my hot take, so we're not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got, but I, got, I, got, I got some shit. Another week where – I mean, it's pretty familiar what's going on here. Um, I mean, the Packers won, so that was a little unfamiliar. But, you know, the Browns once again lose the – uh Saints once again route a team with an offensive masterpiece. The Colts once again blow a fourth quarter lead. The Chargers once again losing with a last second field goal. Mm-hmm. Um the Rams continuing to do what they did, dominating Houston. Uh Robert the, Woods is on a fucking tear, bro. You know who's on a tear? Cameron Newton. Him too. Cameron Shit. Newton. We was talking bad about him a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and he but he was playing poor. A couple weeks he ago, was. he was playing He really poor. turned it around. He's, he turned it around. He's putting up 2015 numbers, and you got to remember he was stopped. MVP um, he stopped being sexist, and his game has improved. <laughs> when you Rock respect Osweiler. women, you play better. That's just that's just the facts. Tell Louis C.K. When you respect one. women, yeah. Well, on, I don't man. know. He had some pretty f- funny. <laughs> Anyways, the Giants lost again. The Niners, they got their first Yo, we were talking game. about this with Ant, and I said the Giants can't beat. I mean, they can't lose to the 49ers. Like, yeah, you but can't tell did. me that they're going to lose. And you called it. You said the 49ers are going to win. Hell yeah. Gotta, That's right. I know my shit. I just wanted to cut I need, you off. I need ESPN to hire me. <laughs> I wanted to cut you off for a quick uh, fact. It isn't, who scored? Who scored? No, nah, it isn't halftime yet, but the Rockets already are up to 83 points against the Suns. Jesus. I have the game on TV. <laughs> let me go, let me go peep this real quick. <laughs> I don't know why the game isn't on TV. I mean, is on TV. Anyways. James Harden has 33 points right now, 5 for 5 from 3, and 9 for 11 from just from the field in general. He, numbers. Oh, numbers. my God. Numbers, dog. Numbers. It's all in the numbers. Oh, my fucking God. You saw this shit? Um, I wanted to talk about this. The NFL is trying to remove Jerry Jones. They're trying to get rid of him. They're trying to get rid of him. I don't even know why, though. Like, what did what did he do? He because he's trying to sue the NFL I mean, I, or Roger. I know, like, he's trying to sue the NFL, right? I don't. I don't even know where. Like, yeah, it's where it's pretty came confusing. From. One, I don't know why he's so. I mean, I, I I get why you don't want Roger Goodell to continue what he's doing, but I don't oh. get why. He, I mean, I don't know what Jerry Jones has to do with it. Yeah, like, are you the the best owner in the league or something like that? You know, are you the voice of the of the crowd? So, that- I mean, me personally, I don't think Jerry Jones is doing any damage to the league. You want you want to get rid of somebody? How about the motherfucker uh, for the Chargers, the Spanos family? Get rid of those motherfuckers. Yeah. You, you you're not you're not just gonna get rid of an owner. Who's won rings and built that fucking Cowboys franchise From into the, the most profitable team in the world? You're not gonna do that. You need to. But, but you'll give, get rid you'll, of that fucking team. But you'll give um, Roger Goodell 
uh, what does he want? Health insurance for the rest of his life. He wants fifty million, 50 and, a million and a private jet. What is that like per year? He wants one more private jet a year, <laughs> right? Like, is it just is it just the money? He doesn't does deserve that, that shit. He doesn't deserve that shit. You want to fire somebody? Fire that entire family for the Chargers and move them back to San Diego where they actually have fans because they're playing in the fucking StubHub Center and they've got twelve people going to the game every Sunday. And it, uh, I don't, I don't understand. I don't see what Jerry did. I mean, you talk, yeah, you're gonna, like you're gonna you try, try and to force your players to stand for the anthem. That's you try to up. try to bite the hand that's feeding you and. They try to remove you. That's what, that's what happens, bro. <laughs> I mean, if that means Mark Cuban buys the Cowboys, then let's fucking go. Yeah, it'd be let's lit. Do it. Let's do it'd it. Lit. It'd be lit. That would <laughs> let's be do lit. it. So let's do look, it. I know that it's been a wild week in the NFL, as I was talking about. Tyrod Taylor gets benched. Benched you, for what? some random motherfucker. And he doesn't understand why, but I feel like he feels just like we do, and. None of us understand why. I don't understand why. The The reason was supposedly because it's a win-now situation. And, I mean, Tyrod has five wins, which it's not the best, definitely not the worst, and it's definitely better than what you're going to get out of this guy. And I, I haven't seen the guy play, but come on. You're not going to tell me the that. The Bills are the sixth seed in the AFC. You're exactly. in the playoffs if if it ends right now. What exactly. the? What are you doing? Like how wrong Literally, could it be? What are you doing? It's not Tyrod Taylor's fault that the Saints just. Oh, yeah. now they're a now they're a Super Bowl contender because they actually have a defense now and their run game is the most unstoppable thing we've seen <laughs> in this past two decades. And they That's, traded that on Adrian, after they traded Adrian Peterson, right? Isn't that funny? And now they actually have a fucking defense. Isn't that like, funny? Damn, I never thought the Saints' defense would get a quarterback benched, right? And then the Bills—they like they've got their own problems, but Tyrod is not one of them. That I believe to be true. It's just crazy because now they—they they were probably going to make the playoffs this year. And if if they you know they're benching Tyrod this week, two days after um, Sean McDermott came out and said that they weren't going to, exactly, they just fucked their whole season up. And they if, I'm the Tyrod, Chargers, if I'm Tyrod, I mean, I'm fuck, I'm getting out of there. And if I'm Kelvin Benjamin, when my contract is up, I'm getting the fuck out of there too. Yeah, Marcel Darius got out of there. Now he's a part of the best defense in the league right now. Like they. I don't know what the hell's going on in Buffalo because they were going to make the playoffs this year, and now they're definitely not. Well, they had a chance to make the playoffs, but they had a way better chance to make the playoffs with their starting franchise quarterback as opposed to a rookie who just probably learned the system and has never played a snap in the NFL. And if he has, I ain't never heard of him. But I don't think he has. And then he's going to go up against a a top 10 defense in San Diego with two of the top 10 leading defenders. sack leaders in the NFL and Joey Boza and Melvin Ingram. They're going to fucking, that's insane. It's 90 to 65 at halftime in Phoenix. I don't know what Buffalo's thinking that what's his name? Nathan Peterson. He's going to get fucking murdered. <laughs> by Joey Boza and Melvin Ingram. They're going to fucking, they're going to have their way with them. They might have over 10 sacks on Sunday. 
between the two of them, the whole defense in total, they might. <laughs> That's a hot take. They're going to eat that ass little. like all joy. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're crazy. I just, it's not going to be pretty. It's not. This, they're, they're, they're making a big mistake. I want to get into this uh, one reason why NFL picks, and we're going to start. I did my picks here. ahead of time. Jacksonville, Cleveland. At 0-9 against the best defense in the league, Jacksonville. You know, uh, D.D. Westbrook came out today. He said he said he's he's going to put up 200 yards on Sunday because I guess it's going to be his first oh, game back. this is the game. Oh, he said that? Yeah. This is the game that um, – This is the D.D. Westbrook coming Tashaun, out party. Tashaun, Tashaun Gibson wants to – he said that they're going to hang 40 on the, on the Browns. That's his old team. They didn't want to resign him. So he said that he's going to hang 40 on him. Well, that the Browns. Kaiser's going to throw nine picks on Sunday. He's going to get he's going to get sacked 17 times. He's going to throw eight picks. <laughs> They're going to score negative points. It's insane. So Watch. who's next? Bucks Fins. Tampa um, versus Miami. I got I actually Miami. I actually picked Miami. Is Miami playing at home? Still? Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna take Miami because one, uh, Jameis Winston's not gonna be playing this game, and that pass rush. I mean, we've seen that. Did the Jets ever? Did the Jets hold on to beat the Bucks last week? Yeah, they I did. Do. So, Ryan only by kicking field goals too. It was 15 to 10 was the final well, that score. That just shows you that Ryan Fitzpatrick's not moving that offense downfield. Nope. The Dolphins front line is is you know they're still good. Um, and the run versus, game is starting to pick up too with Kenyon Drake and yeah. Damian Williams. Especially Kenyon Drake, I think he's starting to uh, separate himself as the number one guy in Miami. Yeah, and I, but see I still coming. think Doug Martin might have a good game, but Fitzpatrick's not going to get it done through the air. Mike Evans will be back though, so that's that's. I mean, it helps, you know, six five yeah. receiver on Xavier Howard and who is it? Uh, I don't even know the other. Oh, they got um. Dolphins. Oh, oh shit! What's his fucking name? McDonald. Tankerson and and Tankerson, I think. T.J. McDonald. Yeah, they got T.J. back. Trash. He looked good again. Ah. No, he's not trash. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Sean Jones is back there all season. I mean, it's not really going to make a difference right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the, I think the they Dolphins need to win offense, this game. The Dolphins' offense think they is will. pitiful right now. Yeah. And with an offensive mastermind, quote unquote. You know, there shouldn't be any excuse, especially with a quarterback that knows your system inside out. You have you have everything you need. Like, the Dolphins, to start the season, had everything they need. They had a good front line on the defense. They have a good safety back there. They have mm-hmm. a good middle linebacker. They have, okay, so they have a, a, a great nose tackle, a good a really good middle linebacker, a great safety. Two poor corners, but they also on offense have a good running back. They had, I mean, it's Jay Cutler now, but the benefit with Jay Cutler is that he knows the system inside and out, as I said. They Mm -hmm. have a good left tackle. They have a tall, vertical, deep threat downfield on Devontae Parker. They have Jarvis Landry, who can do whatever you need him to do. He probably play defense if you need him. The league Um, leader in receptions right now. Kenny Stills, deep threat. Like, it's there. 
And you have Julius Thomas and Anthony Fasano. So you have receiving tight end and pass blocking tight end, run blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. Like, what more could you ask for? I, I understand that Devontae Parker doesn't stay healthy all year, but one player can't ruin that. You know what I mean? And Ryan Tannehill can't be the reason that you guys aren't playing this good because the quarterback that you guys signed for $10 million over your backup that knows the system because he knows it more than the backup mm-hmm. isn't producing. And then a game he does and throws for his career high or whatever, you lose. Yeah. To a struggling Oakland team. So it's, That's... it's the, the offense isn't clicking and, and they're not going to. Last week they got routed versus Carolina and Carolina's just getting out. hot. Yeah. So it's pretty tough for the Finns. Who you got next, man? Let's stop wasting time with the Dolphins. Baltimore, Green Bay, and I'm going Green Bay. And I'll tell you why. Because last week, Brett Hundley looked like he was getting more comfortable. And I think this week, I think he he might just go out guns blazing. I have a feeling. Like, I know we lost Aaron Jones. He'll be out three to six weeks. Montgomery banged up his ribs again. So it's going to be Jamal Williams and Devontae Mays. They're going with two more rookie running backs because we drafted three this year. Um, But all the receivers are healthy. Mostly everybody on defense is healthy. I think the Packers are going to take this one. I think they're guys, finally going to take the training wheels off of Brett Hundley and let him throw the damn ball downfield. You guys, because it's home killing week, right? me. Yeah, we're playing at home, um, and I think I think we need to win this game so we can go improve to six and four. I don't think we'll make the playoffs at five and five, especially when all these teams in the NFC are trending north. We have to we have to stay right behind them well, until Rodgers comes back. You guys are lucky. Because if you do lose this week, you have Detroit playing Chicago, and you mm-hmm. have L.A. playing Minnesota. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can luck out if you do lose. But I, I think that you guys win. You guys are at home. Um, Baltimore has been playing pretty pretty poorly offensively. Their defense has been clicking. I know that yeah. they played a good They do have a good game. defense. The they game came down defense. to the wire versus Tennessee. They had... They were down two possessions. They had to score, get the ball back. They scored. They couldn't get the onside kick, but... Nonetheless, they played a good game against what seems to be a uh, inconsistent team in Tennessee because they came off of a win last week. They beat Buffalo. Uh, excuse me. They beat Baltimore the week before that, and tonight mm-hmm. Pittsburgh just you know showed up. I guess more ready and routed them. They just they just played their game. Yeah. I don't know, but I I do think you guys win that game. Brett Hundley is getting comfortable. The running back situation is pretty scary, being as though that Baltimore has a good defense, and you know. Hundley's gonna right. have to let it rip, rip. He is. He you is. Know? So I mean, Jamal Williams is a good runner, I don't but know, bro. this is gonna be his first start. I'm gonna give you guys the benefit of the doubt with Raven. the home field. It's gonna be cold. You I think it's gonna, gonna be a good game. It's gonna but be a I, physical game to me. So yeah. who you got next? Uh, next is Lions Bears at Soldier Field, and I actually Jeremy. picked the Bears for this one. I picked the Bears for this one. I think. I, I just I don't know why I, it's like with the 49ers last week over the Giants I just have that feeling. I just don't see that offense producing, you know. And Matthew Stafford, you got to put up points to beat that guy. Because the Bears have a very underrated defense. They have a good defense, yeah. But the Lions do too. It's it's going to be two very good defenses going that, up against that front seven. I mean, the Lions Chicago obviously. Nasty. The Lions have the more superior offense. Actually, I don't even know it. Well, I mean, the Bears have the better run game, but the way Matthew Stafford incorporates Abdullah and Theo Riddick in the pass game, it I don't know, but I'm going Bears. I just have a feeling because you never know 
with these NFC North matchups. You That's never right. know. But it's 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 about to be Thanksgiving week. Detroit's getting into that groove. They're gonna have a short week, so they know they got to take advantage of this game. Because they're playing, um, the, Detroit's playing the Vikings next week on Thanksgiving. They know that they have to win at least one of these games, and if they're gonna lose to one division team, I'd rather lose to the Vikings than Bears. Yeah, I just yeah. have a feeling Bears. It's all right. <laughs> Hopefully Jordan Howard has a good game because I have him in fantasy and he's not playing against Green Bay, so I'm rooting for him. Uh, Rams Vikings in Minnesota. This yeah. two seven and two teams. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say it kind of depends on. I mean, now it's getting tricky because home field. This is when it starts meaning more, you know. And yeah. That stadium is gonna be rocking. They know that LA is coming in hot. They know mm-hmm. that. You know, it's a new system. It's a new feel for this this Rams team, and and the Rams are on a high horse right now. And Anthony Barr and Kyle Kendricks are looking to shut it down. Everson Griffin's looking to get some Jared Goff blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm thinking Sammy Watkins gets shut down. Xavier Rhodes, um, looking for a big game out of Case Keenum. I think he's been playing consistent. You know what I mean? He came in. And he's ever since the first time Bradford got hurt, where he even came back and mm-hmm. Keenum came back out. Keenum came back in when when Bradford got hurt for the season. And worst come to worst, they got Bridgewater back there. You know what I mean? And that's not to say that he's my gonna man. Be the, my man Teddy's ready to go. Best, he's, but he's healthy. He's back. He's, he's ready. Practicing. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna go Minnesota. Uh, that defense is strong, and and they're gonna come out firing. I'm I actually gonna go. I'm gonna go Rams. But not because of the Rams' pass game. I think Todd Gurley is going to run like crazy on the Vikings. I think Goff might come back down to earth a little bit. Uh, Robert Woods might not have the big game like he's had the past two or three, where he's put up a buck fifty and two touchdowns like last week. Um, I don't know. I think the Rams are. I think they're the real deal right now. I really do. Yeah, no, you're riding high on them. And I, I can't blame you because look at the numbers, you know what I mean? So Yeah, this, it, yeah. to me it looks like it's pointing in the Rams' direction just because they've been playing so well. Who's next? Um, Arizona versus Houston in Houston. Arizona, I feel like, is going to take this game. Once again, Tom Savage, he's not showing me anything different from last year. He's not mm-hmm. showing me anything different from previous weeks to where I want to believe in that offense and producing. Will Fuller came back and Deshaun Watson fell in love. You know, him and D-Hop was, they were they were giving it to, to defensive backs and Tom Savage just can't find him the way that Deshaun Watson no. did. And that's because Deshaun Watson makes plays with his legs as well. He's a Russell Wilson-esque quarterback. Now, J.J. Watt, this is where this hurts, where him and Wiley go down or merciless whitney merciless i'm sorry i was gonna say marcellus wiley <laughs> whitney merciless goes down Shout out sports nation <laughs> right, right? <laughs> um adrian peterson he looked good for san francisco a few weeks ago he had his career high in touches and i think he's gonna get it again yeah they've been they've been giving him the ball like over 20 times a game why not carson palmer's hurt fuck it yeah i'm i'm gonna go arizona i think between ap the fact that um Drew Stanton is still feeding uh, Larry Fitz and just the defense. 
thing. Oh, and I don't Larry think, Fitz I don't think is, uh, Larry Fitz is he signed a one year extension. Look at that. That's dope. That's dope. So that, yeah, I just I don't think that. the Texans have a chance at all. Um, shout out to Ant. We got Kansas City traveling to East Rutherford this weekend. Not looking good in New Jersey this weekend. <laughs> Sunny with a chance of goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs I'm going coming Chiefs, out. Obviously. Yeah, I think Kareem Hunt's gonna skirt, skirt, skirt. And yeah. Alex He's Smith been a is gonna quiet be the past couple weeks. Alex Smith is gonna be the best game manager ever this Sunday. I don't hey. think the Giants defense is motivated anymore to stop teams from from playing. I don't the Giants their locker room is is deflated. Brandon Marshall their their, their biggest leader. What what's what disappoints me though is one Brandon Marshall did he sign a one year deal or did he sign a two year deal? I want to say it was a multi-year deal. Yeah, I think it was a two-year deal. But I, my problem here is, like, Brandon Marshall's one of the most vocal leaders in the NFL in general. You know what I mean? When he was with the Broncos, when he was with Chicago. Uh, Two-year 11 said, mil. Okay. I said yeah. the Broncos. Wrong when Brandon was, Marshall. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he was That's the linebacker, Jets. Brandon Marshall. No, I know. When he was with the Jets. um, you know, vocal leader always wanted to be the guy to, to, to get on somebody's case when they're doing wrong or, or you know, just have that locker room in in order. But Odell went down. He went down. Shepard went down at the same time. Everything just deflated. They started off poor when they all played together. So that kind of hurt them. Odell came in. He wasn't 100% to start the season. It was a little off. They got off on the, you know, on their left foot. And Brandon Marshall gets hurt for the season, and I haven't heard anything from him. I don't. I don't. I feel like you know when the coach when the coaches lost the locker room, the players have to gather around each other if they still care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The season can be done, man, but you still gotta care. You still gotta yeah. go out every Sunday and to try to save embarrassment as much as possible. Yeah, they so, they lost they lost I'm, the locker room. I'm not even trying to. Who do, I don't even know who the, who'd you say the job? Oh yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the Chiefs. Who do you, uh, yeah. I'm sure you do the same. Who's next? The uh, Washington Redskins versus the New Orleans Saints mm. in New, New Orleans. Orleans. I think with the way the Saints have been playing, bro, you gotta go New Orleans. If the they New Orleans they Saints look like they look like they're going all the way to the fucking Super Bowl right now, the way that they've been playing between the defense and the run game and Breeze and Michael yeah. Thomas is back and everything, everything just l- lined up perfectly for New Orleans right now. Breeze got the running backs he's always wanted and the defense he's always needed. This is what I wanted to happen for Rodgers in Green Bay, to have a defense like this and a run game like this, because then they're unstoppable. And that's what's going on with Breeze and the Saints right now. Yep. They're absolute they're unstoppable, literally. They're it doesn't matter who they play, they're gonna fucking blow them out. Yeah, I mean you're the, scoring forty plus matter. points a game. Pick a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's like, gonna put it, up those numbers? And and you're 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 playing forty seven to twenty. It's not like, you know, forty seven thirty nine, you know, forty seven forty two. Mm-hmm. You're blowing like the defense, out. the defense is doing their fucking thing. They lost they two ran, games. They ran for 300 yards and six touchdowns against the Bills in total as a team. Six rushing touchdowns. Drew Brees had a rushing touchdown. What? Insane. 
<laughs> what? So. Oh hey, my man, what God. could you do? You gotta go Saints. They might be my fucking NFC Super Bowl pick right now. Based on the way <laughs> they've been playing. I think they're gonna fucking They're still young. That shit's crazy how well they're playing. Yeah, but you, you gotta remember, man, you can't f- fall in love completely. You can love it, but you can't fall in love. You I love be it. <laughs> <laughs> I I still think the Eagles will beat the Saints. That would be an insane NFC, NFC championship game. Yeah, that'd be a good game. I would like we'll to see. see that game in in Philly. I would like to see it in New or, Orleans. It'd be or, like a rematch of that. What was it like? Oh, four, oh six, or something like that. I forgot what year it was that they played in that NFC championship. Reggie Bush. I think it was oh seven. Reggie Bush got popped by Lito Shepard. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. But um. I'll never forget that. Yeah, so. All right, who's next? Bills Chargers in San Diego. I'm just kidding. In Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm going um, Chargers. Yeah, Chargers is, to me, the obvious pick. We got a rookie quarterback coming in, hasn't played a snap for the Bills this season. Tyrod Taylor getting benched. I feel like that sets a negative in, like vibe in the locker room. I feel like his team was behind them. So I don't know how you're a potential playoff team benching your starting quarterback. And you're going and going into a road game on the West Coast, you know what I mean? Against a very good defense. Yeah, so it doesn't, I, I think it's it doesn't more, add up to me. To me it's it's a front office thing. I think the front office didn't want Taylor to start. This is crazy. It's crazy. If I'm a if I'm a Bills fan, I'm not happy about that. Oh well. I'm jumping ship. I'm going to be a Patriots fan if I'm a Bills fan. You're crazy. Um, but, yeah, Melvin Gordon's also going to fucking – he's going to run like crazy all over the Bills. So, yeah, we're in agreement, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati is traveling to Denver. I'm taking, I'm taking Cincinnati. I see them as like – I don't even know if I see them as like a sleeper underdog kind of pick because with the, the Broncos with Osweiler at the helm – they just you. It's why. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can honestly say that about Andy Dalton this season. They're both sitting at three and six. Andy Dalton has been an Alex Smith at best, you know, so far in his career managing games. He has one of the best wide receivers in the league, and um, what's going on? They they drafted this speedster and John Ross. They have Joe Mixon. Honestly. They have. Yeah, it's so much excuses. It is bad coaching, all this and that. They haven't gotten it together, but Brock Osweiler, that that name just doesn't ring right with me at all. You know what I mean? Whether he's yeah. at home, whether he's on the road, that defense has played decent this year. They've they've been blown out. You know, they've been they've they've shut teams down, but they're inconsistent. And at three and six, the offense is not doing them any favors. Fighting for you know some respect in the AFC, I think that Cincinnati I think that's long has gone. come out with this too. Yeah, I think Cincinnati yeah. comes out with this. So Cincinnati, Patriots, Raiders, and I'm pretty sure this game's in Mexico City. It is. We don't fact check here, but I'm pretty no, sure is. that this one's in. for sure. Um, I guess with the Raiders as the home team, <laughs> I think the yeah right. I think Even the Raiders, it's a neutral. The Patriots are playing hot. But I think the Raiders are taking this one a little like personal. Um, they played in Mexico City last year. 
No, they well they played the Texans in Mexico last year, so yeah. you know they can look at it as kind of a little home field advantage. You know, it's mad Mexican Raider fans down there. It's going to mm-hmm. be like the black hole. So it's 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 a home game, yeah. And I think the Patriots are. It's like this this you know the the up class white white people team that with money that comes to Day County and tries to play that football scrimmage, and that team just busts them up. I think mm-hmm. Khalil Mack's going to get in on it. Bruce Irvin's going to get in on it and shake up Tom Brady. I can see it. I mean, the Pats they they've had a they've had a good defense as of late. They've been they've been giving up like 13 points a game over their past like six seven games, which is impressive because they were booty cheeks at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like I kind of like the Raiders too. Um, I'm not sure if I want to pick them. I like them, but at the same time, I'm not sure. I don't feel too confident about picking anybody against New England personally because I just feel like it's like right, picking right. somebody to beat the Warriors. The Warriors on or a nightly basis. Right? Yeah, that, that's the only reason why I'm like hesitant, but and I might just like I might Celtics just play it there. safe. There seems like the Celtics right. out there, and the Raiders are are on. You know, their backs against the wall right now. Now, let me ask you this. Because the, the Raiders are trying to, you know, still win the division. They got the Chargers at three and six, Denver's at three and six, and Kansas City's at six and three. They win this game. I mean, you presume Kansas City beats the Giants seven and three, uh, four and five. So you, you, they could be, yeah. You know, it, it's gonna, it's, it's a close. It's gonna be close. They have to play the Chiefs again, and they already beat them at home. So they're gonna play them on the road. And if they win that game, that's that's the division basically. You know what I mean? If they mm-hmm. win out, now they do have to beat tough teams like New England. I think they play Pittsburgh. Maybe don't fact check me. But um, question: Has no, Marshawn Lynch folks. has Marshawn Lynch played against the Patriots since that Super Bowl? Um, I want to say no. I don't think so. I don't think he has. I don't think he has. So I feel like he has that bad blood in his mouth. And we're going to see some vintage Marshawn because he's not the same as he was. I mean, we know that. He's getting older. He's playing a different role. They they really, they really um, they've been giving it to him on first down and when they're on the goal line, really. Yeah. He's their, he's their uh, goal line guy. I, I could see the Raiders pulling this one off, though. All right. So I we can, can agree it. on that. Who's yeah, next? Yeah, I can see it. Sunday, uh, night? Sunday, Sunday night, Eagles, Cowboys. I'm going Eagles. This is an easy one for me. I don't like the Cowboys without Zeke. Okay, if you don't, don't like that, if you don't like the Cowboys without Zeke, you're not gonna like the Cowboys without Zeke or Tyron Smith, their star lineman. Oh my um, god! Yeah, he's gonna. And, you know, everybody on Philly's front seven is gonna have thirty sacks. <laughs> he's not gonna play on Sunday. He's got groin and back issues. So, hear this stat: over the past two seasons with Prescott. The Cowboys are averaging 1.6 sacks per game allowed in games with Smith in the lineup and 2.5 in four games that he was not playing. So it's it's a he's one of the best left tackles in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's clear that without your best offensive lineman and your best offensive player as a running back, you're not gonna win games. Look what look what happened last week to Dak Prescott. He got sacked six times by one player. Yeah, the dude <laughs> almost broke. He almost broke the NFL record for sacks in a game. 
So, I mean, this is going to be this is going to be you know, trash Sunday night. I mean, they they couldn't you can't blame them. This was supposed to be a good game coming into it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what can we do now? I think Dallas also has no defense at no all defense. to try and help on the other side either. This one, Philly's going to run away with it. I'm excited for that Monday night game, though. Yeah. Atlanta in Seattle. I'm taking Atlanta. Uh, See? Even without Devontae Freeman. See? I can't. I can't. I can't take a team without their best running back. Like, Like a running back like Devontae Freeman or Zeke Elliott that you're giving them the ball you know, more times than not, and they're sitting out versus one of the better defenses in the league. Granted, they lost one of their best players, but they still have Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor back there waiting for Julio. This was a crazy game last year in the playoffs. Atlanta went, you know, ate them up. It was another good game earlier in the season we saw in Seattle when Atlanta lost to Seattle, and it was like an iffy pass interference call to end the game, whatever, whatever. So these teams are, you know, they're forming a little bird rivalry. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as two top NFC contenders, Atlanta trying to get over the hump and and stay over 500, you know. Seattle's trying to keep, uh, keep up with L.A., as we were saying. Yeah. You know, so... And it's tough if 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 the Cardinals win and and Seattle loses and they go to six and four and the Cardinals go to five and five it's it's just too close you know what I mean Pete Carroll needs to understand that and I'm sure he does the defense understands it they lost a brother but you know how they rally around each other they truly love each other and that matters in football games um, yeah. yeah so I'm gonna go I think it's gonna be a close one but I'm gonna go Seattle over Atlanta respect how you like that one. Respect. Like that one. Like <laughs> Respect. So, I wanted to, now that we got through our, you know, one reason why, I, I'm pretty sure we gave like seven reasons why on each, but it's cool. Well, some uh, games are more than others, so. <laughs> right. Well, we, we got did, some questions. We got a question, and you know, oh! the one, the only. Justin, Justin. <laughs> my man, we were we were gonna Mr. have consistent. right, yeah. He's like uh, Joe Thomas. He's mm-hmm. like the Joe Thomas to this podcast. The Joe Thomas. He's like our left tackle. <laughs> Justin's our left tackle right there, security blanket. What are we gonna talk about? Wait, we got a question. <laughs> but um, we were gonna have a guest on um to talk some hockey and. He wanted to talk some hockey and some baseball. Unfortunately, you know, schedules happened and, you know, some people have to. Maybe it was for the best because I'm not trying to talk about the fucking Panthers right now. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucking second to last in the conference right now. Fucking playing such shit hockey. Not even funny. And uh, and a team, the other team in Florida is playing. One of the best teams. They're in, in the first league. place. <laughs> you know what I mean? But They're in first. We're second to last. Justin uh, gave us a a really good question. It was a fun one, really. We're going to go back to basketball. And you Ooh. know he likes those basketball questions. And mm-hmm. I didn't even – I didn't do my – not research because you don't have to research these type of questions. But I didn't do my, you know, sit down and really think about this. I wanted to kind of think about it on the fly with you. Um he well, asked, me neither, dog. I'm hearing this shit for the first time. Exactly. <laughs> he asked, 
who would be your all-time starting five? Oh, fuck. So if you want to take that one, I can take it. If you, you know, whatever you want to do. My all-time starting five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. My point guard is gonna be Magic Johnson. Okay. My shooting guard is gonna be Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Now, are we doing? Okay, so it's like, are we doing starting? Are you five doing positionless? Position? Like, yeah. can I put LeBron at point guard if I wanted? Right. <laughs> no. Um. Okay, I'm or, gonna do both. Or do let's you do put both. LeBron let's at do, three? Do you put LeBron do, at three if you're being technical? No, we're gonna do both. So I'm gonna go my position. My positioned starting five would be Magic at the one, Jordan mm-hmm. at the two, LeBron at the three, um, Tim Duncan at the four, and I mean, are we doing a bench? No. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I can do a bench, but it's like I don't want to sound like I'm disrespecting anybody who's your all-time like, my five man. my five hold on my five i probably have to give it to Shaq. that's like, i that's wanted to my, go that's who my five was gonna be i wanted to I, go you have to put Shaq at this at the center position you have I wanted to. to go um you know you can go kareem of course mm-hmm. you can Maybe say bill, bill russell out of respect bill yeah. russell's like six foot three <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, what then, if you were doing positionless? Would so, you put LeBron at point guard? Well, I wouldn't. it wouldn't really matter. Uh, or Ben Simmons at point guard? Right, <laughs> at this point, Ben Simmons. Um, if we're going to go positionless at my one, I'm going to want... Shoot. Yeah, I might put LeBron at the point guard. I'll put Kobe at the two. Oh man, hold on. Hold on. I want to say I'll put positionless. I'll put no, this is what I'll do. I'll put Dwayne at the one. Bringing the ball up just you know, hold it. Mm-hmm. He 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 needs a rock in his hand anyway, and he can yeah. facilitate with a LeBron James on his team. And it's more of I need the space on the team. Where am I going to put him? I'm put Dwayne Wade at the one. I'm going to put Kobe at the two. I'm going to put MJ at the three. Put LeBron, you put Bron at, the four. at the four. And. Like, put uh, like Hakeem in, at the five. <laughs> right? Or might put like. Uh, you got to put Matt uh, Orlando Shaq at the five. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I might, I might, I might put like. MB. Trace, Tracy McGrady or Vince Carter at the four. And put LeBron at the five, yeah. Fuck it. Oh man, that's so hard. Like I would need a bench and all, like Iverson. I know. There's so like, many people yeah. you would want to pick. So but it's on record. I said it. Who you got? Position five. Starting with the point guard. Oh shit. Alright. Alright. You may or may not agree with me, but this is what I'm going with. Give me Stockton at the point guard. Jordan Jordan at the shooting guard. Braun at the small forward, Malone at the four, Carl, and then give me Shaq at the five. I think that I. You said who was your three? Braun, Malone, Shaq, Shaq. Yeah, I mean you got you got two of the smartest players in the game with LeBron and Stockton. Mm-hmm. You've got. 
Great chemistry with Stockton and Malone. You got Shaq and Braun teammates in Cleveland. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> yeah, got, let me get let me get Boston Celtics Shaq. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me get that thirty six Phoenix Suns Shaq. <laughs> Phoenix Suns Shaq was decent, bro. He was decent. He played in the, the playoffs. Only, like the only thing I remember Shaq doing in Phoenix was Mr. ending Rodney Stuckey's life. That's the only thing I remember him doing. Well, you don't remember, remember that? Wow, when he slapped the floor, yep. he like, yep. wow, you, I do remember that. That's I the do. only that thing I remember from his, I his Phoenix days. He just said, oh, let me just body slam the fuck out of him when he's going up, and then I'm going to just leave. And yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm good. I just needed to get that out. My daughter, like, she failed the test this week. I needed to take that out. Like, I couldn't beat her ass this week. Oh that, you know, Shaq, Shaq was taking out his home problems at like when he when he uh shoved uh what's this guy's name? Who was that? One white people. Oh, when he dumped uh, the dude yeah, on the neck. Yeah. Yammed on him and then just get <laughs> off. <laughs> and then the dude Shaq was running back, dude uh threw the ball at him. Told him, yeah. It was like, like yo. I was like one of the, that's like the most disrespectful play in NBA yeah. history right there. He, yo, he dunked him and just <laughs> Get he, off did, me. he did like the horizontal <laughs> Deion Waiters. <laughs> he pushed out instead of up. Yeah, but um, I did yeah. wanted to, I did want to get into the favorite thing you saw this week and your least favorite thing you saw this week. Okay. Um, you can go first. I'm pretty sure I fucking went first last week. <laughs> uh, mine was was. It's the same. It's the same story, which is a tragic story in Marquise Goodwin, and what we heard about how he lost yeah. his premature kid, and you know, what was it, hours before the game or a little bit or was that like no. it was that like it was like overnight, like at four in the morning. Imagine you're, you know, game planning for this game, your team's zero and eight, zero and nine, and you know, you're you're gonna you're thinking that everything is great. You know, you have this kid that's going to bring great joy to your life. And unfortunately, um, they lost it. And which brings me to my favorite thing I saw this week was that the touchdown he scored was like, it looked like miraculous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like He got the ball and he was off to the races. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not like I'm scoring this touchdown for my kid. You know what I mean? And you could see it. You know, he broke down emotionally when he scored. His teammates rallied around him. And they rallied around him for the game. They won their Mm -hmm. first game. So it it was good to see that. You know, horrible to see that situation the way it played out. But at the end of the day, you you know, it's it's God's plan. And you just got to live life, bro. So that was was mine. What you got? Does, Does that mean I can't? Uh, use that one for my worst. Was that your worst thing or your best thing? Well, like I said, it was the worst news I heard, and then it was the best news that he got to score a touchdown in the game, and and you know, kind of emotionally celebrate that. I guess if you will call it celebrate, you know, have his little moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Yeah. No, I I I made sure I uh, watched that replay because that that play was unbelievable. Um. Yeah, like you felt it. Exactly. And that was his only catch, too. And it went for 81 yards. Insane. It was just... Um, <laughs> That's insane. That was good. Like, yeah, that, that, it was destined to happen that way. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go my best thing this week was probably seeing Aaron Rodgers back at practice. He he was, you know, he was running some drills. He's he's not throwing the ball yet. Um he did or maybe he is. I don't know. He he was taking a few snaps with the trainers. Um already. Yeah, yeah, already. He he's he's coming back week 15. Um but yeah, he he looks good. He looks excited. He's happy. He's out there. Um so I'm wishing him the best of luck. Hopefully we get him back. Hopefully everything Definitely. heals correctly. And then um, the worst thing I saw, not to repeat yours, I'll just say something else. I I know I remember um, in South Dakota the Keystone Pipeline that all the um, all the Native Americans they were out there Protesting. getting getting. Um, Pepper like, sprayed and all that. Yeah, pepper sprayed and getting hit with like the water cannons and shit and being abused and ridiculed and getting these death threats because they were trying to tell people don't build this pipeline. Everything's like it's gonna leak, it's gonna go bad. Mm. Nobody nobody was listening to them. And just yesterday actually no way. the pipeline burst and no leaked two hundred and ten thousand gallons of oil. No way. So serious? Swear to God. Wow. And this is what they were this is what they were trying to tell everybody. Like they and they suffered ridicule, abuse, getting hit with these fucking water cannons from like our own army and shit. I didn't know that. It's it's crazy. Wow. They I remember when they were protesting every day all night. They were out there all night. They were going hard. They were going hard for and um, a tweet from obviously um, electoral college winner Donald Trump uh, from November 6, 2015. He said, so sad that Obama rejected Keystone Pipeline. Thousands of jobs. Good for the environment. No downside. <laughs> First There's of all, not good for, for the everything. environment. Second there is of a all, for everything this clear downside. And does. That's insane. Man. That's, That's just insane. crazy. They they tried it. to tell us, man. Why? I don't know why people of color can't get clean water in this country. Flint Flint still has bad water. Flint, Puerto Rico, the the natives in South Dakota. It's just crazy, man. Well, hey, man. T- tomorrow is another day. Hopefully, we see some good things. That can be nominated for our favorite thing for next week because obviously, you know, this world's crazy right now. It's a mad world. But there are great things that do happen on a daily basis. You know, sports yeah. do keep us, you know, in that positive mindset. That's why we aim to entertain our listeners and kind of whenever they listen to the podcast, give them that, you know, mental release if they will or, you know, right. if they're either on their way to work, coming back from work, um, jogging, running, exercising, Ubering, whatever. Just um, chilling, whatever you're you know doing. What I'm saying? Just put this on and, and know that you could kind of tune out from the real world problems you might be dealing with. Hang out with us real quick. But you got to make sure you follow us on Twitter. At Zone 6 Dan. On Instagram at Julian Gorris. At DM Reich. Follow us on SoundCloud, All Things Sports Podcast. Uh, like, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us reviews. Definitely appreciate it. And comment on the shit. 
comment, leave questions, topics, suggestions. Um, you have you have a hot take? Um, no, but by the time that you <laughs> let yours off, I will. Oh my god, you motherfucker! All right, here's my hot take. I was hinting at it earlier, but I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to spoil it. Mm. But my hot take is that Green Bay beats Baltimore this week. We lose to Pittsburgh next week, beat Tampa, beat Cleveland. Rodgers comes back against Carolina when we're 8 and 5, and then we finish 11 and 5. <laughs> or 10 and 6 if we have to lose one more. But I think Rodgers comes back, we're 8 and 5 going into week 15 against Carolina, and I think he carries us to the playoffs and then we'll see from there. That's my hot take. Wow. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go John Carlos Stanton. Wins MVP? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Congrats to him and Jose Altuve, by the way, for winning their first MVPs. Um, But I'm going to say that if he does leave Miami, and goes to play for a National League team, he's going to have a struggling down year. Yeah. I don't know. Just a hot take. If it's not Boston, if it's not, a, you know, Kansas City, one of these teams, I just don't, I don't know. He's, he was the worst hitter in baseball two years ago. And this is not hating on him. This is not wishing this on him. It's just right. a little feeling I have.
Run the money up, yeah, I'm on that real estate shit. Gotta keep two guns, nigga, I see through the face shit. What? My dog lost his life and it changed me. Damn. I'm popping Percocets cause the pain deep. Pill a hot box, then we did a drive-by. Yeah. Get your kids out the street, we finna slide by. Yeah. I came up robbing real things. They done made a street nigga famous. Yeah. The game of finesse. I count up the blessings, count the blessings. The diamonds is precious. Ooh, Ain't having no pressure. No. I bought the plane for lead. They said I would be in too extra. I brought the game with me. Kill tell with the suppressor. Game. Recording all night, she sleep. Bitch, wake up, this dick is for breakfast. Wake up. Oh, you tryna vibe with me? You gotta be dead with no less. Got camera surveillance. Cause all of us made it to mention this game. Mention this game. We go gladiators, slum nose on potato. I'm black like Darth Vader. Hold your horses. I'm a go cut me your rolls on fortress.